Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder, financial educator, financial coach, and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first and learning how to manage your finance like the boss that you are, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? A free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 55. In today's episode, I will be sharing six tips for creating successful financial goals. First of all, I want to wish you a very happy new year. This is the first podcast for 2022. So it's that time of the year when we're all eager to make new goals, new year, new me, or maybe it's a new year, but same old you. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not always necessary to change every single thing in your life. Some of you might be continuing with the same goals that you had last year, and that is totally fine. I believe that the most important aspect of creating goals is that we must be intentional about them. And we need to ensure that they are in line with the life that we really want and not someone else's life or not someone else's perspective on what they think our life should be. Setting goals is the easy part. The question is how to set goals that are attainable and raise our degree of achievement. This is a concept that I teach in my implementation group. I believe it's financial pillar number three. I teach um, the group how to create achievable goals. And I try and stay away from just teaching them how to set goals because setting a goal is one thing, accomplishing the goal is quite another. So in today's bite-sized podcast, I'd like to provide you with six tips for setting and achieving your financial goals. And these are tips that I use and these are tips that I have found to be very useful. I'm very much a goal-centered person to be able to not just set goals, but to achieve them. And I find that by applying these six tips, it increases my chance of achieving that goal. So tip number one is less is more. You don't want to have too many goals. You end up spreading your money too thin and you never feel like you are making any progress. Have a maximum of three goals that you can commit to and concentrate on. Number two is to set quarterly targets. So even if a goal would take a year, divide your milestones into quarters so you know what you need to concentrate on each quarter to meet that large end of year objective. For example, if you want to save a thousand pounds by the end of the year, then you want to focus on saving 250 pounds each quarter. Number three is to list your daily, weekly, and monthly activities that you will be taking towards each goal. It's so easy to create a goal and then forget about it. 
Make a list of your daily, weekly and monthly activities towards reaching your objectives. Keep in mind that the outcomes that you will get will be determined by the actions that you perform. Number four is to review your goals on a frequent basis. You want to do this so that you can ensure that they are still relevant and you want to give yourself some room to make adjustments to get back on track if you find that you have slipped off or about to slip off and as well so that you can accelerate your progress if the goal is easier than you anticipated. Number five is to get accountable. Lack of accountability to yourself and others about your goals, it will slow you down and possibly even prevent you from achieving them. So doing what you say you're doing is going to be such a big, I call it self-empowerment tool. A lot of the time we lose faith in ourselves. We say that we're going to wake up at 6am to pray, to meditate, to journal, to go for a walk, but our alarm goes off and we ignore it. The more that you don't do what you say you're going to do, the less faith that you have in yourself, not just for that goal, but it goes for future goals as well. So when you have a goal, you never want to set the goal, but then deep down inside and your mind knows, your subconscious knows this ain't going to happen because she always says that she's going to get up at 6am or that she's going to do her budget on a Sunday, that she's going to automate her savings and she never does it. So then you end up losing that, that faith in yourself. So you want to make sure that you are first accountable to yourself by doing the things that you say you are going to do. Because when we don't, we just end up self-sabotaging our goals. And in terms of accountability, you also want to stay accountable with others. And you having an accountability partner isn't the other person chasing you. I get so irritated when someone says to me, oh, my accountability partner isn't good. And when I ask them questions, what do you mean that they're not good? Oh, they don't check or they don't follow up. And I'm like, are they your accountability partner or are you theirs? You are the one that needs the accountability. You should be following up with them. You should be updating them. You should be checking in. You should be sharing your progress, what you're working on, the challenges that you're having, the issues that you are facing. You are the one that needs to be accountable to them. and. I guess you can tell from the passion that I'm explaining tip number five, accountability is such a big thing that you need when it comes to you achieving your goals. And like I said, being accountable to yourself and others is key. The final tip number six is to be a member of a community that offers support. Girl, being on this financial journey for over three years, there is one thing that I can be sure of is that the journey is not easy. Trying to change our bad habits, creating boundaries, saying no to others and to ourselves, delaying gratification. These are all difficult things that we have to do in order to become financially independent. It involves not just discipline on your part, but also having that external support. You should constantly surround yourself with individuals who have comparable goals. So what I mean by comparable goals is that your goals don't have to be the same, right? You could be accountability partners with somebody who is working on their health goals, 
or working on their career goals. You both don't have to have financial goals that you're working on. The key is that you both have an objective that you're working towards. You both want to be accountable to others. You both have a specific goal that you want to achieve and you have a clear time frame in which you want to achieve that in. So don't, you know, be too stuck on having accountability partners or being around communities that have the exact same goals as you. I have found that by having accountability partners that are in a different niche, especially in business, it really just helps me to have to gain a better perspective on the choices and the decisions that I make. And I get to hear their perspective. I get to understand how they make decisions and vice versa. So being in an accountability group, it's a group that is going to cheer you on when you're having a bad day and rejoice with you when you're having a good day. They understand you. It's a safe space where you won't feel condemned and you're, they're not going to tell you off for making a mistake or doing something wrong. And also they're not going to be afraid to tell you the truth that allow them to be able to speak into your life, to correct you, to encourage you, to tell you what they're observing. You also have to create that space because sometimes people want support. They say they want support, but then they don't allow others to speak into their life. They don't allow others to offer direction and guidance. So make sure that you also create that space for the people in your um, community to be able to speak into your life where they're not afraid to tell you the truth and also where you're not going to be emotional all the time and feel like your feelings are being, this is where we have to put our big girl pants on when it comes to accountability and getting support from others. So I guess in a nutshell, this podcast can be summarized into not assuming that once you set goals, that's it. You have to be deliberate and apply these six tips to every goal so that you can establish the goals that you've set for yourself this year and beyond. Let's make 2022 the year that we check goals off our to-do list. No more dragging goals that could be finished in six months or a year into the next. Let's get started and go to the bigger fish. Set up your emergency fund so that you can finally renovate your house so that you can have your dream kitchen or your dream living room. Get your financial house in order so that you can eventually pay that debt off. Budget so that you can find money in your money and you can start investing. One of the ways that you can do this is by checking out our program, the 10 Pillars of Financial Success Implementation Group. If you want to work with a coach, apply our money path for accomplishing your financial goals. If you want to be a part of a supportive community, it's actually a hybrid 12-week self-paced financial course with six months of bi-weekly one-to-one group coaching. It's designed to help you transition from having unclear financial goals with no strategy to having clear financial goals with a strategy to help you save money, pay off debts and start investing. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send them to me at esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast 
I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast as well as share it. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.